you will, turn with me to Matthew, the 28th chapter. We'll be taking our scripture there and for just a little bit this morning. We're glad to have everybody with us today. And it is a beautiful day and a special day, what it represents, you know. We have hope in Jesus Christ today, man. Yes. You know, before we really start reading this, you know, right before this, you know, we, today is the resurrection and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Before this, you know, the day before this, you know, they crucified him all. Y'all know that story, you know, and they hung him on a cross. And, and he done that for me and you. Amen. Because Amen. he, you know, he, the Bible says, you know, he, would, he didn't, they didn't find nothing wrong with him. He couldn't find an excuse, you know, to even crucify him, you know. But he went to the cross for me and you. He took our shame. He took our sin. And all that, and for you, though, if you don't get nothing else this morning, there is, there is somebody that loves you very much that gives his life for you, and that was Jesus Christ today. And they took him, you know, and they crucified him, and, you know, he took his last breath, you know, and he, you know, before he'd done that, the Bible says, you know, he even asked them, you know, and I think loose gospel, it said, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And just a little while after that, he said, it's finished. You know, he'd done all he could do upon this earth for us to make us a plan that we can make. Sorry. That one day we make heaven our home. Amen. I mean, just think about it. He made a plan for us. And we didn't deserve it whatsoever, but he loved us so much. And that John 3, 16 comes in saying to us he loved us so much. God did. He gave his son. Um, and that, you know, they took him and put him in the grave, you know, and we know that story, you know. And he laid there, you know, for three days or, you know. And um, there come, come a time, you know, that we, as we look at this today, that, you know, man can do certain things. I mean, they think they have a lot of power. Amen. Amen. You know, in the world today, they think money's power. They think, you know, even physical strength's power. But there's not one power that can, there's one power that will power anything, and that is God today, the power that he has. And you look back through the beginning of cre creation, you know, and about, you know, when you read the Bible, he said he just spoke the words and they come into existence. Things begin to happen, you know, and that's the kind of God we serve today, man. We want you to realize that that's the kind of God we serve today. And over time, as we get back to this in just a moment here, you know, as he was laid in the grave for three days, you know, and, and all things was going on and probably thought a lot of people thought all hope was gone. They put their faith and trust in him and he was gone, you know, and they probably didn't think he was going to rise again, you know, the third day like he told them to. Just like today, probably a lot of people begin to think he's never coming back. But, you know, they, they didn't think he would raise from the dead. But according to the scriptures, he did raise from the dead. And according to the scriptures, he's coming back someday. That, that hasn't changed. If he come and raised him up, you know, this, this time here out of the grave, he will send him back someday. Because that was a big price he paid for you and I. I, can't, I could, you know, I think today, this is my own opinion. I know it's, you know, I think crazy with times, crazy ways sometimes. But I think Christ is looking forward to coming and getting his church someday. 
I believe that today because I think he wants to be with us. Amen. Amen. I do that. I think he wants to be with us. But what the, what, the, what the great thing about that, you don't have to wait until that happens. You know, you can start being with him now. Amen. All you got to do is accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior today and for ask him for forgiveness, and he will forgive us today. I believe that today. But it came, you know, as it laid there for the period of time, you know, and they thought all hope was gone. And we live in a time today that we almost think hope is gone today because... We listen to all the bad things going on. And I'm, I, I, this ain't biblical, but I could almost see on the three days that he was, you know, in the grave there. I could figure, you know, if you could watch the newscast, it would be kind of like it was, you know, today back, you know, then if you'd had the news and watched, it would have been nothing but bad news. Amen. It would have been nothing but bad news, you know, and. And as we look at that, you know, and say, you know, and, and I think today people focus upon the bad things today very much so because it's a, uh, I don't know, it's just we we've got to a point that we we've kind of downsized God today. That's my opinion. We've kind of downsized what Christ can do and what He's going to do. But according to the Bible, He said He can do all things. He can do all things. I believe that today. And. And I believe if he'd done the things, if you believe the Bible at all, you know, and you took it the things that Christ's done, you know, through his father, you know, the healing the blind, the making the lame walk, and putting hope in people, you know, if he can do that then, I still believe there's a good chance he can do it today. Because the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change whatsoever. So our hope today is not in a tomb. Our hope today is in a risen Savior, and His name is Jesus Christ. I believe, do you believe that today? That is where our hope comes from today. It doesn't come from Washington, D.C. It doesn't, where it's, you know, a lot of people waiting, you know, for, you know, for four years from now, maybe things will get better. But let me tell you something today. You know, we think our Jesus Christ is going to be the same four years from now as He is today. He does not change. We just got to put more hope and trust and faith in him because there's sometimes that's the only thing we, we got hope in today is in Jesus Christ today. Christ was led in the tomb and it come the third day, you know, and as we could almost imagine some of these things going on, let's read just a little bit. As the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn the first day of the week, and it said the Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to the, I'm going to reword that to the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came to roll back the stone from the door and sit upon it. His conscience was like lightning, his raiment was white as snow. And the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became his dead men. You've got to remember, you know, they was guarding this tomb, you know, because they would, went back to Pilate, I believe it was, and they told him, you know, they said, they're going to maybe come and steal his body, you know, and they're going to say he raised from the dead, you know, and you know the rest of the story, you know, he said he sent them soldiers, I think it's about 16 of them. He said, you make it as secure as you can. And they went there, you know, and this angel came, you know, and you get to think about this a moment here. The angel that God sent there had power over whatever was guarding that tomb. Get me for just a moment. And there's things today, the people in the world today, there's things that, you know, even Satan is trying to not let you resurrect in your life, in your life, something that, you know, there's hope or, or faith today or some joy today. You know, you know, the world is trying to guard it so, you know, that the Lord cannot get in. But I'm here today to tell you, if you ask the Lord and trust in him, the people, the guard, whatever it may be, becomes as dead men. 
just what talking about. If you just trust in him today and believe what he says today, believe what the word says, they can't no, make no difference. What the world tells you, it can come. All things work together for good to them that loves the Lord. And I believe today, you know, that there is hope today in a lot of people today that there is hope inside of them, but they can't let it out because, you know, of the bad things. Maybe they've done this or that, and the world keeps telling them they can't do this, they can't do that. But I'm here today to tell you I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me today. We have a Savior today. We have somebody that's got power over anything, over drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be today. We have a Savior today that has power today and he can break the chains of bondage today just like he did back then. You know what I'm talking about? They was guarding it. But when God gets ready... It doesn't make no difference how many people are going. There could have been 32, there could have been 32,000 there. And they all would have became as dead men. Why? Because God had a purpose. And when God's got a purpose and a plan, there is nothing that can keep him from doing his purpose. You know what I'm talking about? They became as dead men. In other words, they just sat there and watched and couldn't do nothing about it. Oh, let me tell you something today. If you take this word of God, the Bible says it's sharper than a two-edged sword. If you just take it and shake it at Satan. You know, sometimes you got to get arrogant with him. Because he don't care what he does to you. You're not being prideful. Just take this word of God and say, listen, Joker, I am somebody. I am somebody. I got somebody that died for me some 2,000 years ago. And I believe all of my heart, if I'd been the only person, he would have done it just the same as he'd done it the way he'd done it back then. The word tells me today that even the demons begin to tremble at the name of Jesus Christ. I do not believe that we think of, that we read that scripture, but we don't take the contents of it and realize what it really means. Do you imagine, you think of even the demons, you know how powerful they are? Anybody I'm talking about? Demons get a hold of you. They're powerful. But the Bible says, this is not my version. This is what the Bible says. This is God's version. He said, even the demons begin to tremble just at the name of Jesus Christ. Why? It is a name above any name. It is a name with power. It is a name, you know, one of these days, the world's going to bow down to him. The Bible says every knee shall bow or every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess that he is Lord. They may not do it on this side, but they will do it on the, on the other side when time ends, I believe. Why? Because when we see him in his power, I think people then will realize he's the man. He's the one. They become and started watching him. Let me quickly get out of here just a moment. And the Bible says here, and, and they came, the angel said it, and they come, and it's sitting in the eighth, ninth verse, or the maybe the fifth verse. Says, the angel answered and said unto the women, It says, Fear you not, for I know you seek Jesus who is crucified. He's not here, He is risen. That's worth coming to church for to hear if you don't hear nothing else. He's not here. He's risen. He's not where you think he is. 
He is King of kings and Lord of lords. I'm here today to tell you the world today is trying to put Christ, put him down a little bit and make him not who he is. But he's not where you think he is. He is on the right hand of the Father. And I'm here today. He is victorious today. And the Bible says he's not here. And, he's, and it says, for he is risen. Come and see the place where it lay. And go quickly and tell disciples he's risen from the dead. And behold, go into Galilee that you shall see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. And did run to, to the brain of the disciples' words. Sum this part up for just a moment. He's not here. He's not here. People today is trying to find Christ in all the wrong places. They're trying to find him everywhere. But let me tell you something. Even the world, even the church world is trying to put him in places that Christ wouldn't go. Stay with me. Oh, saints, let me tell you that. Look at these young people here. They hear this morning is singing for us. And look what the world is trying to teach them today. And to the point, I'm going to step a little further. Look what they want the church world today is trying to teach them. It's sad. It's sad. I'm here today to tell you we got to get back to the 2,000 years ago story that Christ, Him crucified, but Him raised from the dead. The blood of Jesus Christ is the only thing that will cleanse sin today. It's the only thing that will wash away the sins is the blood of Jesus Christ. It is still powerful today. It is still powerful today. I want you to turn with if you want to for just a moment to the first chapter of Acts and I'm going to sum it up with some of these things. Christ stayed here for a period of time after he risen from the dead about 40 days somewhere in that neighborhood. Disciples was amazed, you know, and they seen him in all things. But I want to really point this out as I close this message. In his period to him, and in the first chapter of Acts, you know, he was sitting there talking with his disciples. And he says, you know, if, and they want to know what time he's coming, this and that, you know, some questions. He says, not you to know the time of the season which the Father has put in his own power. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. I'm not trying to get Pentecostal with you this morning, but I'm telling you something. We need the power of the Holy Spirit of God in our churches today more than we've ever had before in our lives. Can I say that again? I'm not trying to get Pentecostal with you, but we need the power of the Holy Spirit today more than we ever have today because it is the only thing today that we've got that we can fight against the powers of the world today, against the sickness of the world today, is the power of the Holy Spirit of God today. Let me tell you something today. It is still just as powerful today as it was some 2,000 years ago. We're in the beginning of time. It's still powerful today. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Be a witness unto me. I'm going to bypass the rest of that. And while he was speaking these things, get this into your mind for just a moment. While he was speaking these things to the people, the Bible says, you know, he began to lose, lose weight. <laughs> Not running on a treadmill, but he began to lose weight. 
he began to send away. Gravity began to give away. I'm here today to tell you, if you believe in this word of God, the gravity of the sins will start giving away. They'll start fleeing from you. Do you believe that this morning? And the Bible says, you know, that he was this, do this. The Bible says the cloud received him out of his side. They begin to, he begin to leave there. Can you imagine seeing this? What it was, this was not man telling him to leave. This was God saying, you know, it's time for you to come back for a while. We've got a few things. I put this more version. We're going to talk about, we're going to discuss this or that. And as he began to receive out of sight, they stood there wondering, wow, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Am I seeing, am I believing what I'm seeing? And I'm here today to tell you, it's time for us to start believing in what we're seeing here from the Word of God. Amen. It may not look believable to the world. They say, it's no way possible you can do this or do that. There's no way possible that you can get free from drugs or it may be even just a, overnight. But yes, you can because the Word still has power today. Amen. But the power of God came down. And he began to lift Christ up. And the Bible says here, they stood there looking up towards heaven. And they said, there been two men, here two, two angels come. And said, why you men of Galilee? You know, stand here gazing at heaven. You sitting there looking, you know, you should be rejoicing. Why? Because, you know, this is not the power of the world. This is the power of God. This is the power of your Savior today. He said, you know, this same Jesus that was taken back, it was taken up, shall what? So come back in the like manner. I'm here today to tell you, the church today, we serve a Savior that is risen today. And I guarantee you, if he risen like the Bible says he did, and I believe that he risen from the dead, but he also risen from this earth and he went back to be with the Father to make preparations for us. And the Bible says, I know the world don't believe this, but the Bible says one day this same Jesus, not a Jesus, you know, the church is put up as a Jesus, not a Jesus that somebody's made up to a person or a king in this old world, but the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one, the Son of God, the one that was born of the Virgin Mary, the one that was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, this same Jesus is coming back in the like manner. When is it going to happen, Pastor? It could happen any minute. It could happen any time. They didn't believe he was going to raise from the dead when he raised. Do you understand me? They didn't believe that he was going to go up in the air when he did, but he did. And in church today, the world don't believe he's coming back today. We're going to live on time to time. I have, I know I got a, a preacher that tells his church congregation he can't come back in the next hundred years. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He said, and they, I'm going to put them a little bit different, but he said, what he said, he said, you can't come by in his lifetime or this or that. You know, it's just not possible. That is what's been taught to our children today. But I'm here today. He said, he'll come back in a like manner. When's it going to happen, Pastor? I don't know, but I'm living today like it could be any moment. 
I'm living today like it could be before we eat dinner here. Why? Because I want to make it to heaven. You don't want to go to a place called hell. I'm here today to tell you if we close out this resurrection service this morning, today would be a good day for you to change things today. Today would be a good day for you to lay down them bad things and resurrect your life into something of hope, prosperity, and great things. Joy, happiness, it is here in the Word of God. Here's what I'm talking about. I'm going to quit. We today, y'all know me for a long time. Probably some of you think you know me for too long. I'm no profession whatsoever, anything. I'm not a good speaker. Probably not even a good preacher. And everybody said, you know, we'll talk about the good old days. This and that. But everybody's trying to make it easier. Nothing wrong with some of the stuff making it easier. Nothing wrong with it. It's easy to flip a switch on air conditioner and just sit there like this all day. And then, nothing wrong with it. But we cannot change the plan of salvation. We cannot change the Word of God the way we want to live. We've got to change the way we live to the Word of God. You say, well, i got a long time. I've been here 33 years. It seemed like I come in them doors yesterday. The next 33 years, it's going to go by just like that. Because time doesn't change. So as we close out, just ask yourself, Am I living today like this is my last day? That's what we need to live every day, like it's my last day. Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? It's not what the pastor says, but it's what Jesus Christ says. The Bible says, and I'll close with this statement, it's appointed to man once to die and enter that judgment. That's God's word. And I pray everyone here that's how my voice is ready. But if you're not, oh, I'd love to pray with you this morning. I won't embarrass you in no way whatsoever. Young, old, whatever you want to call yourself, this altar is open. Let us stand this morning. If you want to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to today. It'd be a great time. There's one coming already. Would it be some more? Would it be some more? Come and pray. Anybody? Don't put off tomorrow what you can do today because tomorrow may not come. Anybody else that want to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to right now. Right where you're at, every head is bowed, every eye closed, just slip up your hand and say, Church, I need your prayers. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Let's close this service out. And maybe you couldn't step out this morning for any reason. Just pray that prayer. Whatever's on your heart, never need right where you're at. And believe God. If you never step to Christ, please ask Him into your heart right where you're stepping at. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you today for this opportunity we've had to be in your house. <clears throat> we 
We thank you for this special service you give us. This special day, Father. We do serve a risen Savior today. His name is Jesus Christ. We proclaim it today, Father. We thank you so much for today, that you have the power today, that we have the power through your name today, Father. I pray for those that come and pray this morning, for those that lifted your hands, and Father, someone that's never received you today, I pray right now, they receive you today, right where they're at today, Father. We thank you again for this congregation, Father, what you've given us today, this community. Let the Holy Spirit reign with us, too, Father, as we go from day to day. Father, I thank you for all this food that's been brought here today. Bless this fellowship today. Bless each and every one today, Father, and we love you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we claim victory today. Amen. <coughs>